0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I am Aaron. I am your host. I might be a bit crazy, sometimes obsessed, a little bit overdramatic, probably sometimes, but hey, I'm passionate about what I believe in, and I'm not scared to speak it out loud. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. So, That being said, let's go. Holy cheese, it's friends. I think I got it. Oh my God. I'm so excited, you guys. Hopefully this audio does not suck ass because I got some new toys. All right. So I'm kind of fucking nerding out. I have this little, um, it's called an AG06. It's a Yamaha AG06 mixing console. I wanted to be able to set up two microphones. I mentioned this the other day, um, whatever day it was that I podcasted, I don't. I think it was last Monday. So it's been a hot minute since I've been in here. So hello, welcome back. Um, I'm kind of nerding out. It is January 20th, 2023, Ooh, it's 1045 in the morning. So um, my mic has been like jacked and not working, my um, Blue Yeti that I had, it's a USB mic right? Okay. So basically what that is, is it like plugs, it's just got a USB cable that goes from the mic to your computer and that's it, right? It's super simple, plug and play, Freaking easiest thing in the world. And that's what I had been using. Well, then I had started having issues with my mic. So I'm like, well, I guess it's time to upgrade because I have been wanting to be able to run two microphones so I can have people like on the podcast that I find interesting. And I think you might find interesting and cool and like share some cool shit. And um, like Danielle and I have podcasted together before and we're like, I feel like we're making out over the same mic. So it's super uncomfortable (laughs) and I don't want that. So like I wanted a two mic system. So I invested some money in um, a new setup. So a two mic system, and this is probably nothing you ever really want to fucking know, but um, requires this little switchboard type thingy to run both mics through or multiple mics through. So it's not as simple. And I'm just like trying to figure this thing out to make sure that I'm doing it right. So like when I go back through and listen to this, I'm going to hopefully, it sounds good. Hopefully it's not like completely blown out and hopefully it is not um, super quiet and sound like absolute garbage. Because the quality of my audio, I don't know, maybe I'm a little weird about this, but like I don't want it to sound like shit. So that's that's something that I value. I was, like, I wanna be able to to hear it I want the sound quality to be good and I don't want to sound like I'm sticking my fucking head out the window driving 90 mile an hour down the highway trying to record. Make sense? I mean, it should make sense, right? <laughs> so anyways, all right, cool. So I got this new setup and I'm super pumped because I really want to have people on the show because and you guys don't want to just sit here and listen to me verbally vomit all over you every single time. Like, You got to change it up, right? Have some interesting people um, because really that's what it's all about is like learning about people hearing other people's stories listen to their experiences and taking those things that they have learned by experiencing those um, trials tribulations and hard things and good things too um, with everybody because I know a lot of really neat people and I'm I mean, I'm a fucking people nerd. How many times do I have say this? A lot. I say this a lot. So if you're new here, I'm a people nerd. I like people. I am super intrigued by people. I'm super intrigued by their stories and how they have um, lived their lives and the decisions that they've made and the effects that those decisions have had on their lives, how they like evaluate those things. It's, it's just cool. I think it's cool. So I'm a people nerd. That's what I call it. It's it's kind of just something, I don't know, whatever. I'm a fucking dork. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything is freaking awesome. Here we are 20 days into the new year, and I hope you guys are all having a great start to this year. Um, I mean, I know that it's not like a fresh slate, but it kind of is metaphorically in our heads. We treat it like a fresh slate, so... um, use that, use that energy. I'm, I'm trying to do my best to utilize that energy as well and create some momentum and really get moving because, Oh, the holidays are so exhausting. Is it just me or like, man, when Christmas is over and the new year's is over, I'm just like, oh, thank God it got through that. Anybody else? Just me. I don't know. Um, I get really, I get really like just strung out, burnt out during the holidays because there's just so much, so much, so, so many things and so many things I'm supposed to do and so many places I'm supposed to be and blah, 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 all the shit, right? And then, um, you know, of course I splurge and I eat like garbage and then I feel like shit too. So it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm glad when it's over, then I can get back to normal life. Because normal life is, dare I say, easier. It's just not as chaotic, I guess. And like have the level of expectation from everybody else. Not that I, like, I mean, I really kind of struggle giving a fuck, but kind of give a fuck. So, you know, there's that fine line that we walk. So anyways, I did a live this morning in my Facebook group. Um my Facebook group is called Bring It On. It is where I hold hold where I hold. Where I hold your hand. <laughs> no, not really, but kind of. Um, it is the group that I created for um the people that I help coach through fitness and nutrition. And I do that through the First Form app. I've talked about it a lot. You guys hear me talk about it all the time, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's where the bulk of like my content goes these days. I do still share a lot on my regular feed and those types of things that I find interesting or funny or stupid or I'm just being a dumbass. Um, you know, because that's just part of who I am. I just do dumb shit because it's fun. Because life's too short to take it too seriously. Like we ain't get out of here alive, y'all. We don't we don't like die. And then we're just not here anymore. (laughs) And wherever we go, hopefully we go to heaven. Hopefully we don't go to hell. I mean, I know some pretty cool people that probably go to hell, but no, I'm just kidding. No, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. We joke about that too, right? Like, oh, at least we have a good company. No, not really, not really. (laughs) I don't want to go there with all the the murderers and the child molesters and, you know, all that kind of shit. Not cool. Not cool at all. It's just a joke, but not seriously. So, anyways, um, the Facebook group that I was in this – that I have, it's called bring it on. And, um, I try to do most of my live videos in there because they're, um, more pertinent to the education that I share and the information that I share on helping people like get their shit together when it comes to their health and fitness, right? I'm super passionate about health and fitness. It has become like a very core part of who I am. And, you know, the reason for that is because I was afraid I was never going to be able to do all the things that I can do physically. Like, when I wiped out and broke my hip, let's see, nine years ago. It's been nine years because it happened in 2013, December 3rd of 2013. So a little over nine years ago. maybe will be ten years this December. Holy shit. Ten years. Um, I woke up and finally decided, like, oh, snap like i gotta get my poop in a group here because i was scared i didn't want to be disabled and i went over last night um performance rehab had their open house in their new location here in jessup and if you guys don't know what performance rehab is performance rehab is they do like physical therapy rehab for people who have been injured um uh, athletes, stuff like that. So uh, physical therapists, they're freaking rad. And they were in this teeny tiny location previously. And then some friends of mine bought the old grocery store here in Jessup and rehabbed that baby. It looks amazing. And I got to see like the inside and the behind the scenes of a lot of it, of the process, which like my friends are talented. Krista has a vision. She can see it. And... I think Jason's got a lot of that as well. Uh, Krista and Jason Thompson, big shout out to those guys. Cause they, they do some really cool freaking work and, um, brought it all together, put everything together in there, put up wall, ripped out all the shit. <laughs> and there was a lot of shit. It needed a lot of work. This building is really old and they poured so much time and energy into rehabbing this building. And it is just Awesome what they have done it's just it's so fucking cool I'm super proud of them and um performance rehab had their uh had their uh, open house last night so I have not been in there since it got completely finished so it was really a good opportunity to be able to go check out the space see how it laid out got all of the things in there the gym in the back um there's some weight equipment there's some like tables and then what really like stuck out to me last night was the stairs okay this is very simple right it's a wooden it's just wooden stairs it's like three or four steps up and then a platform and it has the railings on it and it's probably it's like the stairs go up one side and then there's probably like a three foot by three foot landing and stairs go down the other side you know so there's like two sets of like three or four stairs okay so here's something When you have a major injury that you have to rehab back from or you've had surgery where they like slice through some shit, your body doesn't know how to work right anymore after certain areas of your body have been affected by this. So like when I broke my hip, they cut through a whole bunch of muscles and tendons on the outside of my hip and, and my thigh. Those stairs are like, man, it brought back (laughs) like probably the most difficult part of my rehab journey after I broke my hip because I could go upstairs all fucking day long. I could like crutch up those steps. No problem. I could hop up the steps. No problem. If I, if I needed to, but like I was a master on crutches. Um, but the going down part is where it gets tricky And here's where it gets tricky. You would think, you know, you just lift yourself and go down, right? Well, you have to. They make you. And Julie, um, my my therapist at the in clinic or in house therapy up at Allen, this woman's fucking amazing and no bullshit. Very like I have ultimate respect for her. And she told me when I first got there, like if you can't hack this, you're out. You're gone. I'm like, okay, challenge accepted. Fucking bring it on. Here we go. And I remember that morning I had to go um, down the stairs. I went up the stairs and then you have to come back down them. Well, you can't just crutch down them. At least that you have to. So it was my right leg that was affected. Okay. My right hip was the one that was broke. So I'm standing there at the top of the steps. I'm on my crutches and I've got my left foot planted and I have to bring my right foot forwards to clear the top of the step before I can go down, to lower myself down. All right, We don't think about this movement at all. It's just a natural movement for us, right? We don't think about this. I am here to tell you, I about fucking lost it that day. I about quit that morning because I could not get my leg to move forward like six inches. That's all it was. That's all it was, is to take my leg and move it far enough out to miss the front of that step with my heel to drop down. That was it. It would not move. And I'm up here on top of this step just so frustrated and angry that I couldn't move this leg. Like, I'm stuck here. What the fuck is the matter with me? Why can't I move my leg? What is happening? And like the confusion and shock and fear and all the emotions just like came pouring down and just dumped as I'm standing on the top of these steps, just taking every ounce of willpower I have to, to get this fucking leg to move forwards. And I was probably up there for, I don't know. It seemed like forever, but I could not get it to move. And I'm like getting mad. And Julie's, like, standing down there just wa- watching, just waiting for me to do this. And I'm like, I can't move it. What the hell? Initially was my reaction. I'm like, why can't I move this? And she's like, you have to think about it. She's like, and she, you know, did the whole explanation of, of okay, well, you have to relearn how to do this because your muscles are not um, – attached the way they were before they've been damaged because of the surgery because you cut through them so like your nerves are not the same and those things are not firing as per normal you have you're gonna this is gonna be hard you're gonna have to think about this but you can do it and she's just down there and she's just like waiting just standing there she's like do it and I'm like I can't fucking do it she's like yes you can there's no can't in this room you you can you will or you won't and you will. And I'm looking at her like, fuck. And I'm standing up on the top of that thing. And I'm just like staring at my foot and I'm screaming in my head, just fucking move. And seeing those steps last night at performance rehab, whoa, man, it brought all that stuff, just like in a tidal wave rushing back into my head. And like my heart rate increased, I could feel my face getting hot and my body just getting hot and, you know, that whole stress reaction, like, oh my God. And I could just feel that standing there looking at those steps. And unless you've experienced that, like, I don't think, or something similar, I don't think you understand the amount of frustration that something that you've always been able to do without thinking about it. Once you learn it, you're always able to do it without thinking about it. It's just automatic, and then all of a sudden you can't. It is a total mind screw, and it was, I gosh dang, and I just it just was kind of sent me a little bit reeling, and I made a comment about it to Dusty was we'll in there, and um, and then I just I just kind of. I don't know. I got kind of quiet and I, and I walked away, but it was just, it was a moment because I haven't seen those stairs in nine years. I haven't seen them in nine years and man, that all comes flooding back. Like, Oh shit. I don't ever want to go back there again. I don't ever want to have to experience that again. You know, and and these people that do these types of jobs, these physical therapists and rehab specialists and stuff like that, um, they're amazing human beings. They really are. And I am forever grateful for all of the ones that I worked with through that time and like the year afterwards because I kept going back to therapy just to get to at least some point where I could progress on my own. It was a struggle. I totally understand why it's such a mortal injury for somebody uh, in their later years of age because the rehab from that is fucking crazy. It's so hard. But it can be done. And I know people who are way older than me have done it. So it's not like they can't. Um, They can. But, man, it takes some serious will to be able to rehab from that. And obviously I've come a long ways from that, but like I have people ask me like, why, what made you like springboard into this, you know, passion for fitness and, you know, becoming healthy and all these things. And it was, it was, that was the moment when I thought I was going to be disabled forever. It scared the shit out of me. Like you hear stories of of people who have a massive heart attack and then they change their life and get their shit together or they end up with diabetes and they change all of their habits to get themselves better. So they're not on drugs for the rest of their life or, you know, any number of things, people who, um, struggle with anxiety and depression who will, you know, change their habits to get off the meds, which is a super hard thing to do. Um, and I have a whole. Another opinion on that that I'm not going to go into today because it's just not. Uh, but like, there's always something. There's always a catalyst. So, or okay, not always because always is uh, definitive, and it's not always definitive. Oftentimes, it takes something big and scary to change us. Be it with our with our health, be it with our business, be it with our family you know, our spouse, whatever, a lot of times we get stuck in these old habits and we're habitual creatures. We crave comfort, security, and a routine. That's just how we're programmed. That's like, that's just how we're wired as human beings. And to push outside of that comfort and security and routine makes our brain go ballistic which is why it's so difficult to make those changes and oftentimes why it it takes something to be the catalyst to make us change, to force our hand, to force that change. And it still comes down to a choice because I could have chosen to not do all the things I did. And I would probably be a real mess right now. And the things that I did were, they were far from easy. That's for damn sure. But I can't imagine how much more difficult my life would be right now had I not done those hard things at that time. Had not pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And I still push. Because, y'all, fear is a powerful motivator. And I don't ever want to go back to that. I start getting close to being um, uh, complacent and you know you you have these this life is a roller coaster. You have these great ups and then you have these lows, these downs that are you're just like, "Oh shit." And then you got to like work back out of that again. It's it's not linear, you know. And even those people that you see that have like reached this pinnacle of whatever thing, they still have to work to maintain and grow. Because if you ain't growing, you're dying. I mean, that's just facts. So it's a continual work every single day throughout your entire life. Like, there is no easy button. Fuck Staples and their stupid easy button. You know, it's, it's not easy. It's a challenge every single day. But the more you choose to get uncomfortable and do things that make you feel like, oh, fuck. You know, it's it's scary and it's nerve wracking and like, what are people going to think? Ah, fuck what everybody thinks. Seriously. Because they're thinking the same thing about you or about themselves is like, oh my God, what is, what is everybody going to think about me doing this? You know, I do some pretty kind of like off the wall shit. I started a podcast. Who am I to podcast? Who am I to sit here on a microphone and just blab to whoever? I am no different than anybody else. Anybody can do this. I mean, a lot of people do. And whether it has an effect on somebody or not, you know, I really hope it does. I hope that the things that I talk about are um, either helpful to somebody or, you know, I mean, entertaining mostly because I'm dipshit and (laughs) say dumb things and do dumb things. But, hey, if you can't laugh, like, what's the point? And if you can't laugh at yourself and, like, make fun of yourself and do dumb shit, then what's the point? Because... I don't know. Stop being so fucking serious all the time. For real. But hey. That's what I'm here for, man. I am here for the entertainment. The entertainment value. And maybe every once in a while you'll get something, a little nugget of good stuff that you can implement in your life and improve. Even if it's just something stupid. Or something minuscule. Or something like Oh, I never thought about that. Huh, maybe I'll try that. And then it works and you're like, "Oh, sweet, cool. Thanks, man." I, I'm that's what I'm here for. Like it's not like earth-shattering stuff. I'm not here like you know, changing the world it seems like a lot. Like a big, big thing. Like who has that kind of influence to to change an entire world? Uh you would be surprised to know how much influence you really actually have it's kind of wild and that then you know i stop and think about that and it's like one of the reasons why i keep coming back because i i have to show up if i don't ha- i mean even if it's not like showing up for somebody else i have to show up for my own self you know i have to be I have to show up for me and this is what showing up for me looks like This is kind of cathartic it helps me work through things and if I can help somebody else by working through my shit in this manner and this format and platform and whatever all the fucking things you want to talk about cool if that helps somebody else that's rad I dig it I dig it and this is just part of following my plan and executing on my plan so that was what I talked about to kind of circle back to where I started with, uh, oh, after I was like geeking out over, you know, audio stuff. (laughs) I'm such a dip. It's cool. It's funny. Um, back to my live video in my Facebook group earlier was talking about following the plan and executing on the plan. You know, if we don't, and I am the worst offender for this of being, excuse me, a total fly by the seat of my ass type of person, right? I'm not a planner i'm i'm very just roll with the punches and that attribute has its good points but it also has its bad points i'm not ocd about really anything except how you fold your towels because of my mother thanks mom for making me a fucking psycho about folding my towels thanks appreciate that i can't untrain that out of my brain and it's one of those things that makes me crazy when it's wrong. Okay. There's right and wrong. We're not getting into that today. <laughs> oh my God. But like I don't typically like my my house is not pristine. I try to keep my shit cleaned up, you know, vacuum and put stuff away. And but like my brain is mass chaos like 90% of the time. And my life looks that way too. Like my office is currently a fucking disaster. Nine times out of 10 you walk in here and there's stuff kind of randomly hairy carry all over the place in here because I suck at organization. Um, It's just not my not my strong suit. But like somebody has a problem or things need to change on the fly, I'm totally your girl. I can tuck and roll and like pivot with the best of them. You know, that's that's my thing. That's my strong point. And that being able to pivot and be flexible and not freak out when a plan doesn't go as per how I planned it makes it, I feel like, a little bit more beneficial for me because I'm like, oh, okay, now what do we got to do? Assess, replan, and execute, right? You gotta like, okay, well, this didn't work out how I wanted it to. How can we? shift and make something work for this situation and move. It's, it's constant like evaluation, I feel like, and being able to roll with the punches. So like, I feel like that is my strong suit. When it comes to being super organized and have my poop in a group, not so much, not so much. But the live that I did today was specifically about following the plan. And There are tools out there for, to help people like me who can't keep their poop in a group to follow the plan. And that's why I use them because Lord knows I need all the help I can get when it comes to this type of thing. I mean, just saying, it's just freaking facts, (laughs) just facts because I'm a mess. So like we track our food. That is one of the expectations when I, when you work with me is I expect you to track all your food, everything you put in your face. You track in the app. It's that simple. I expect you to weigh your food. I expect you to drink your water. I expect you to hit your protein numbers, even though everybody seems to think this is such a fucking hard thing to do. Like, come on. And I'm, that's not being fair. That's not being fair. It's, I say that kind of in jest because I had to learn to. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck. When I finally understood the why and the all the things that go with it, And what happens if I don't do this? Well, I lived that life for how many years and it got me to a point where I was laying in a hospital bed waiting on surgery with my hips the size of three times of myself because there was so much swelling. And I'm in pain that I can't even bear. And they gave me so many drugs in the ER that I was seeing gorilla people. Like that was the ultimate low of lows of lows. And what I had done up to that point had gotten me there. It was all my decision making and a little bit of genetics that got me there. At that point, at 37 years old, laying in a fucking hospital room in the ER. So, I'm I'm not. And even after that, like it took a long time. Like I did all the things right. I'd go to the gym. I spent 45 minutes on the elliptical. I did three rounds of of weights every day, five days a week. That's what I did. I did so much cardio like Richard Simmons would want to die. <laughs> I mean, really, I like, I like cardio. Not a lot of people like cardio. Cardio is stupid. A lot of people say, but Hey, I like to run. I like to ride. Um, the elliptical, eh, not so much anymore. As I think I spent too much time on it, but I like to get my heart rate up and like, I'm pretty good at that whole steady state thing. I can, I can hold that. My endurance is pretty damn good. But when it comes to like the rest of it, that there's a learning curve there because we're not taught these things. Okay. We're taught things. We're not taught the correct things as we grow up. Okay. There are a lot of fucked up shit that we're taught on how to eat, what proper nutrition is, all those things, like what we're told in school is we had to unlearn all that because it's bullshit. I'm just going to call it for what it is. It's bullshit. How they, how their breakdown is on what your intake should be every single day. So it takes a long time to be able to unravel that stuff and unlearn it basically and start over and get ourselves into the correct and Best way to reach your performance levels that you want. Like I'm not just about being skinny, right? I, I mean, yeah, could I like take some liposuction around the middle? Fuck yeah, I would. I'm not even gonna blow sunshine up your ass. I would totally do it. But I don't like pain, and I don't like taking pain meds, and like I'm out. <laughs> I don't want to go under. I don't like being cut open. I don't like needles. I don't like all that stuff that comes with it. Like other people that like, yeah, sign me up, but. Um, I'm not quite that vain, but that's like one of the things that I consider and I think about sometimes because I'm human and I look for an easy route sometimes too. It's normal. It's normal. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay to be human. It's, uh, it's our, it's our vice. It's, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with us, but, um, Being able to reach the performance levels that I want to reach requires certain things. It requires some discipline out of me because nobody else is going to can do it for me. You know, I mean, you can do one of those services or whatever, like Noom or um, HelloFresh or the or Octavia or whatever the fucking million of the food delivery services, Weight Watchers or how many of the other ones? One other things that they are you can do those and be successful you can and I know people that have done it but the problem is is when you quote finish with their program you don't know what you're doing you still don't you haven't learned how to do it right and how to like eat to perform that's the problem and I struggled with that problem for a long time because I did this program or did that program or did this program and I did keto and I really like keto because bacon. And I mean, a lot of people have a lot of success with it. It was not conducive to my lifestyle. I liked it, and you know, I lost a few pounds on it, but I didn't do it for, for a very long period of time. So let's not get crazy. I'm not like knocking it. I enjoyed it. I liked e butter. I like bacon and I like fatty foods. So, but it wasn't conducive to like my endurance training and I was just coming up on my race and it was a really bad time to start thinking I was going to do that because that was dumb, but it was fine. And when I made the switch back over, it was, I didn't like gain a bunch of weight back or anything like that. It wasn't crazy. So, but like when you go off that plan, you're off the plan. And if you're off the plan, then things get more difficult because Then you're not following a plan and executing on a plan, so you're kind of falling apart. That's the whole point, right? If we're following the plan and we stick with the plan, we keep executing with the plan, and if you see me right now, I'm like rubbing my finger like check marks on my desk. (laughs) I'm such an idiot. If we're following the plan and we're executing on the plan and we continue with that, it just becomes habit. So, like, now, like, do I really have to track my food to know where I'm at? If I want to be precise, yes. Can I do it and be pretty fucking close? I sure can. I've done it long enough, I know. But if I want to be precise because I have performance goals I want to meet, then I need to be precise and I need to follow the plan and I need to execute on a high level. Listen, I am not Somebody that is disciplined enough to adhere to a plan 100%. Let's not get crazy, right? I, I, I'm I, not that person. I'm not that fucking OCD. We talked about this. It's not towels. <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, I okay, listen. I can do it. I just don't do it because I feel like a crazy person. But wait, I feel like a crazy person all the time. So what's my excuse? Nothing. I just don't do it. 8020, I can cool I'm cool with 8020 because sometimes a girl just wants to eat some fucking ice cream at night. While I'm sitting and watching alone. And there's a wild show by the way, but I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole today. I'm trying to stay on task. You guys know I have a serious squirrel problem. That's why you love me. Like, whoa, where'd we go? Left field. It's good. So, like that was what that live was about today in my group was following the plan, executing on the plan. There's four pillars, okay? Hit your calories. Stay within your caloric allotment. And and it's not a 1,200-calorie diet. Thank you very much. Hit your protein, as in, like, eat enough protein, consume enough protein, high-quality protein throughout your day to hit your ideal target protein level. Drink your water, which is, like, 120 ounces a day. And move your ass those are four very simple things and very four are there four important things to do. And that's what my live was about today. So um, for those of you that are in my group and you missed it, go back and watch it. Um, it's just a reminder. And like I talk about tracking your food and uh, it was funny because I had a team call this morning and somebody mentioned, you know, people are like, I don't have time to track my food. listen, do you sit on the toilet and scroll your phone? You have time to track your food. <laughs> you're welcome for the visual. I laugh so hard. Oh, my God. But, but it's true. Like, doesn't everybody do that? Like, you're, you're sitting on the toilet pooping or pretending. If you're a mom, you're pretending <laughs> just to hide from your kids. And you're scrolling your phone because you just need to unplug from life for a minute and just go down a scrolling rabbit hole. You can track your food. I literally tracked my entire day in two minutes. Okay. It might take you 10. I'm pretty practiced at this. So, and I can copy from yesterday's meal. Like uh, I am pretty habitual or the stuff that I frequently use. It's, I, I do not have a huge wide variety of, of things that I use that I eat just because I like to keep it simple because if I try to get fancy, then I fuck it up. So <laughs> that's just facts. So anyways, all right, I have um, been on here blabbering in your ears for mm, ooh, a little long now. So I'm going to get off of here. And I am shooting to start having guests starting next week. Fingers crossed. There's one person in particular that I might have to do some serious sweet talking to get to come on the podcast. But I think you guys would really enjoy hearing some things from him because he has had a very interesting life. Um And like, I would really like to talk to him more about those things if he's willing to. So that's what I got for you guys today. Happy Friday, fuckers. Keep the dirty side down and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you guys so much. Really, honestly, I do. Have a kick-ass day.